In the name of Jesus, amen. Tonight's message is based on the epistle reading, especially the first two verses. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. This is my second to last sermon here at Good Shepherd as your vicar. It has been an experience I will surely never forget. So what is it that you want to hear about? I get asked a lot of questions. What's it like working for the big guy? How was your time as a vicar? How did your year go? Well, it was different. But the question that I will be asked back in Indiana, back at home in New York, how are the folks at Good Shepherd? How is the congregation? Well, I have good news, and I have some bad news. The bad news is this. Your church is divided. Your church here on earth, the building, the people in it, are split. Unity of mind? Sympathy? Brotherly love? Tender hearts? Humility? You know what I think. I think that we should require masks by all who attend church. They have to be worn. How does that statement make you feel? You're darn right, vicar. It's the right thing to do. Or that would be giving into fear. We're, we're already distancing, aren't we? If a poll of your hearts and minds could be taken, the results would show anything but unity of mind. I wish, I wish we have had our weekly Bible studies this past month or two. Yeah, vicar, me too. No, vicar. We need to ease back into it. There's more. How we conduct ourselves in the Lord's Supper. Sunday school. Fellowship coffee. Sure. Fellowship food. Wait a minute. You know the issues. The issues that show anything but unity of mind. Even I'm in the middle of it now. The vicar farewell, the vicar rose. Should it be outside? Should it be inside? Should we have food? Should we not have food? I'd expect this from nursing home administrators that I talk to. I'd expect this from them. They won't let us have in-person fellowship with our own family in Christ. 
I'd expect this from people that are not part of the church. I'd expect this from unbelievers. Is this something that I should expect in my own years coming as a pastor? Because here, here, you're even pitting pastor versus pastor versus vicar in your mind. Walk in the church, grab the bulletin. Who's preaching tonight? Yes! Or, oh well. Maybe I should expect this. Whatever side you're on, there is something, something that you all, we all have in common. We are all sinners. In any church that I've visited, any church that I've worshipped at, any church that I've worked in, has the same in common. All are sinners and are divided somehow. And they show it. Back at home, when our kitchen in the church was being remodeled, it was where to put the refrigerator. But wait, that's silly. This is more serious. There's a virus. It's not like that's life or death. Really? Sin divided us then. Sin divides us now. Both, both have eternal consequences. There's nothing silly about division. The sin divides. And it turns out our problem is not unique. All of us, all of us are sinful creatures that pit wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. Having Bible studies or not having Bible studies. We have this universal, pesky problem of sin that is not sympathetic, not loving, not tender-hearted, and not humble. We have something else in common. We've got someone to blame. It's all Satan's fault. We can blame Satan and the effects of sin upon us all. We can blame Satan for the divisions in mind here at Good Shepherd. Well, this blame game that we play is useless if we can't get rid of the problem. And you can't. There's nothing you can do to get rid of sin. You prove that when you stop going to church because you don't agree with pandemic procedures. You prove it when your pastors have to beg you to come to church. You prove that in self-justification. Too much risk. Too much risk for me. You prove that sin does not go away because you keep sinning. So much for blaming Satan because we all keep agreeing with him. That, that, my friends, is the bad news of my vicarage. The only way out of this mess is to be called in order to obtain a blessing. 
And while we have bad news, you, you are called by the good news. The good news is this. Jesus Christ's church is not divided. Christ's church, taught to us in his word, doesn't talk about masks. Christ's word doesn't say, do not baptize, because it's not socially distanced enough. Christ's word does not say, take and eat and drink my body and blood for the forgiveness of sin, unless you've got symptoms. In reality, we show symptoms. We have all the symptoms, symptoms of sickness, of sin, that will kill us in our div sinful divisions. The word of Christ added to water, added to bread and wine, added to your ears, heals you and unites you to God. I repeat these qualities again. Unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. These are qualities we struggle with. But these qualities sound familiar. Jesus was one who did not struggle with these qualities. The unity of mind of Jesus, my Father, who has given my sheep to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. The sympathy of Jesus, gut-wrenching compassion to heal your divisions and to feed you. When Jesus went to shore, he saw a great crowd, and he had gut-wrenching compassion on them and healed their sick. Then he continued on to feed 5,000 men and their families. Brotherly love. The brotherly love of Jesus. Jesus names you his own family. To a crowd in a church setting, Jesus proclaimed, here are my mother and my brothers. A tender heart, the tender heart of Jesus. Be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. To forgive is to be tender hearted. The death of Jesus on the cross was a tender hearted act of mercy for you. Humility. Jesus Christ, of total humble mind, took a punishment for which he did not deserve because all of his qualities were pure. He received what you deserved for failing in these qualities. Be not mistaken, this is fantastic news. God the Father faced the evil sins that Jesus took on upon the cross. A holy, perfect God facing your sin 
on Jesus Christ on the cross, where the blood sacrifice was made. And it's his blood. Jesus unites us with his blood right here on the altar. The divisions, the divisions of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church are healed by Christ. And that is what makes us one. This is the best news. This is fantastic. The good news of Jesus Christ bleeding and dying on the cross far outweighs the bad news of sin that divides us. It not only outweighs the bad news, the good news has conquered it. Sin, death, and the devil have no dominion over him and no dominion over us. Unity in Christ is unity of mind with each other. This makes you eager to spend eternity with each other and with him. This is what makes you enthusiastic to live a Christian life. Eager and enthusiastic. Be zealous for what is good. Be zealous for his waters of holy baptism because it is good to begin the Christian life, distancing or not. Be zealous to taste the body and blood of Christ in his supper because it is good to be forgiven with real means, mask or no mask. Be zealous to hear the word of God in Christ's church. Be zealous to hear it in Bible studies. Zealous to hear it in Sunday school. Be zealous for the fellowship. For the unity you have with each other. As Holy Scripture echoes in your ears, your suffering of division is relieved. And the suffering of Satan is surer than ever. All the divisions here in this building between you all have been caused by Satan. But all of these divisions have been defeated by Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection. It is the strength of Jesus' unity of mind that unites you to him. Just as he is united as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There are no differences in the three persons of God when it comes to their deep desire for you to be forgiven and united. My friends, we have differences. We have different opinions. And it's okay to have a passionate opinion it is not okay to hurt others based on that opinion. Think of those that you are united with before you speak. It's not about having to change your comfort level. Being in unity of mind with Christ and with each other is being zealous for what we all have in common. All of us born sinful, 
all of us continue to sin. All of us. Forgiven by a blood sacrifice. Christ's own blood. All of us are redeemed. All of us are born again from above. We have been united in mind with Jesus Christ. And that unites us in mind with each other. United because there is nothing that can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ our Lord. So my friends, desire to love life. Desire to see good days, as it says in our epistle reading. Have sympathy for one another. Be there to comfort them. Love your very own Christian family here at Good Shepherd. You're going to spend eternity with them. Tenderheartedly care for each other. Forgive. Tenderheartedly care for your pastors. Be of humble mind and forgive each other for passionate opinions that may come out wrong. It is to this Christian life that you are called to bless others. To bless the ones that you don't agree with. Because you, the, the many people of Good Shepherd that I will not soon forget, you yourselves are blessed. And when these differences in opinion mount up in the congregation, let God's word have the say. It is the word that unites for the sake of Jesus Christ. I'll be asked in Indiana and back, in, back home in New York, how are the folks at Good Shepherd? How is the congregation there? They are blessed because they are united in Christ. Amen.